and welcome to the She Will Shine podcast. My name is Danielle Price and I'm the founder of She Will Shine, a community for Australian women in small business to connect and support each other. In this podcast, we bring you the real stories of women in small business. We discuss their unique journey to small business success. We dig deeper into their story, the challenges they've faced and the support that has played a vital role along the way. And they share with us their business expertise and knowledge so that you can do the same. It's time to chat candidly about creating and building a business on your own terms. Hi everyone and welcome to the She Will Shine podcast. Today we have the lovely Rhiannon Colorossi here. Hey. And Rhiannon's from the Wellbeing Web. Yes, thank you for having me. Oh, thanks so for being here. In this beautiful hub of yours. This little backyard she shed. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> so Rhiannon's going to share her story with us. Um, it's quite interesting because both Rhiannon and I went to the same high school, yes. but we didn't know each other at high school. No, no. I knew your face. So yeah. when I saw you years later. And we met again at a networking event and that's where we kind of reconnected yes. or connected for the first time I should yes. say because we didn't yeah. really know each other before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was half asleep at an event and I was like, hi. <laughs> like, oh wow. Do yeah. I know you? Oh, yes. No, so great. Yes. Yeah. But today I would love for you to share with us, Rhiannon, your story. So sort of coming from what you did from high school Mm -hmm. and what sort of formed your journey along the way and what brought you to be a business owner. Okay. So (laughs) where do I start? Um, (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, at high school, I just went along, did the, you know, studied. I wanted to be a teacher. Um, Did you know that quite early on? Pretty early on. I I thought maybe even PE, but then I, I didn't end up doing that. I ended up going general. Um, which in the end was a blessing because I love it. Uh, I loved it. Uh, So university, I went straight into a job and I suppose that's where it really began when I started teaching and I was in the classroom the first year. That's when I knew um, how powerful uh, the classroom was and how much I wanted to um, help and support the children. So primary school? Primary school, yeah. So I was straight into primary school. Um, And I think... The thing that they don't teach you at university that really surprised me the most uh, and that I, the message that I do share now in my business is that a mum's well-being greatly impacts the happiness and learning of children in the classroom. And that really shocked me. I just think I just didn't consider that before going into the classroom. I just thought, you know, there was lesson plans and, you know, learning experiences and the way I teaching styles and all that sort of stuff. But um, that's something I hadn't considered. And... So right from 2002, first year out in the classroom, I just wanted to share that. Like, mums, you know, um, please slow down and be more present with your children because I just knew the power of it. Uh, And at that time, mums' well-being wasn't really a focus. It wasn't talked about in the media or um, now it's, you know, many years on, it's definitely becoming more, um, I suppose, talked about and prioritised. Yeah, yeah. which is amazing. and maybe not as practice as much, hopefully we can take it to the next step, but that's, you know, that's, that's part of the journey. And so that really started back then. Um, and I guess that was before social media too, wasn't it? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. So it was totally, yeah, it was, yeah. And internet. So it's different. Yeah. Words. It was basically, yeah. um, the internet, I don't think was really, well, if it was, it wasn't prominent. It was dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. It wasn't, um, like it is now. So, um, I think, the idea, not that I knew it back then, but was bubbling away already that I wanted to share that message with, um, 
but there was no way I was going to do that because I had no business experience. I was going to say, say, and what, you wouldn't have had any channels to kind of do that because you're there for the, as a teacher, you're there for the children. Yeah, of course. So it was just something that I knew and I share with people I knew and and, and all that and um, sort of talk to my teaching colleagues about it. And they'd be like, yeah, yeah, you know, once you know the parents, you understand and you can help the children more. And I remember them saying that a lot. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's amazing and it's awesome. And, you know, um, I learned so much in that first year out. I think um, what that's... What grade were you teaching? At the, t- at the first year out was year one and two, grade one, two. And then I ended up... So I had my son in 2008. Yep. Uh, and I just after that had the lung collapse so i think so, did you take leave for your son uh, he came i was meant to take leave at the end of the year it was yep. perfectly timed meant to be a february baby i was going to have january off oh perfect yes but he decided to come seven weeks early <laughs> so i went from teaching one day to baby the next yeah. unprepared nothing was set up already um we, you know i wouldn't have it any other way because i wouldn't be doing what i do now if that hadn't happened yeah. because he came early, my lung was partially collapsed, he needed to get out, I had preeclampsia. Um, and then two months later, I had to have it fixed, the hole repaired. I had a diaphragm cornea in there as well. So I had to have that repaired. That caused a total lung collapse. Uh, yes. Um, two weeks in the hospital, I think there was three days in ICU. With um, young, the yeah, young baby. Young baby, newborn. so dad had to take over um, the everything. So he was also unprepared yeah. and uh, and in that time, that definitely changed my life. And I knew um, that I was going to do something different and share my message because finally, I finally had the courage and the confidence to say, I'm going to live my life wholeheartedly and So fully. was that kind of when you were lying in that, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. when does that, because that's kind yeah. of, it's a big life-changing yeah. moment. Yeah, it was. And it wasn't just like lying there and it's all kind of yeah. happened? Or well, happened? <laughs> um, for about two hours, uh, they were trying to pop my lung manually, um, draining yeah. the blood out, and I had this massive oxygen mask, so I was breathing through, gasping literally um, for air, and I couldn't speak at that stage. And I was thinking, oh, goodness, you know if what's going to happen? you got your thoughts, yeah. That was it, right? Yeah. So I had to focus on breathing and, you know, hoping, praying that I was going to get out of there. Um, finally, they rushed me through to the uh, operating operating bed, and I remember thinking, if I get out of here, I'm gonna, you know, make a difference. And thankfully, I woke up breathing through a tube, and then I asked myself three questions. I was like, um, what have I been doing with my life? And um, you know, have I have I been happy? And what will I do differently? And the answers the answer was oh no I wasn't happy I was you know sort of on autopilot I wasn't living fully um you know I was living in fear so I'm going and and I'm going to you know um I'm now I've got the chance to change my life still quite young yeah Yeah, I was 28 I was 28 I'm 38 39 now yeah (laughs) and uh so from then I knew that I would um be doing something different it still took me four years to launch yeah and I still feel like I'm getting started you did have a you, you know, you were two just, children. You yeah. had to recover. Yeah, I had to. Yeah, yeah, I had <laughs> to recover. Yeah, that's it. And I think that was the biggest thing. I had to then practice what I knew to be really beneficial for the children. To go slow. Yeah. To not follow. You know, um, keeping the perfect house. Don't worry about the status quo. What other people thought. I had to really live and practice. Was that hard? Yes. Yeah, because you know, I I love my mum, but she's like got the neatest house cleanest yeah. house yes and so I have that ingrained in me every time yes. I leave something I'm like, oh gosh yeah. You know, yeah. yeah it was um 
especially at hard and with certain certain people it might have been harder look I just I became a bit of a parrot um, if people come and look and, and sort of you know give the what it, what's been happening here today look um, I would just say it's not my priority I'm just focusing on playing with the kids or, that would have been a hard thing to do though. it was hard yeah. it was hard but they knew due to what I went through that my perspective had changed and that I was really trying to live congruently with what I believed to be important as a teacher and as a mum. I wanted to be present with them and I knew that if I had tried to do both, I wouldn't have, and because I was recovering and not sleeping, they both children, but even Jonathan at that time, um, he wasn't sleeping through and I was up four or five times. I knew that something would give and I didn't want it to be my mental well-being. I didn't want it to be my relationship. I just knew that the house... It would be okay. That was the least important yeah, out of all yeah. those things. So yes. it was challenging. Um, but, you know, friends that wanted to come over, they wouldn't be judging. And, you know, mum, yeah, she's like friends. the same. My mum yeah. loves, you know, the dishes. <laughs> so I'm like, go for it, mum. But it was, um, I just knew that honestly. And then we renovated and moved a few years later. I was still not sleeping. We had a second child. And again, it was the same thing. I just knew I had to, we were under financial strain. I knew that if I had... Um, you know, try to be superwoman, super mum, that we wouldn't have got through that. And, you know, I just knew that little by little, yep. tiny uh, wellbeing tweaks would make a difference yep. to everything. And yeah. so how was it, because, you know, you noticed in the classroom yes. how the, the mum, you know, the, well, I shouldn't say just the mum, the family yes. dynamics affected yes. the children. So how was it then when you became a mum mm. and you because I guess before you have children, you don't know how hard no. it is to have children. <laughs> Absolutely. So how Absolutely. was that yeah. for you? So I didn't understand it. You're right. So I see the rushing of the mums in and out of the classroom. I'd see they're non-present, they're stressed, they're busy, they're tired, they're sick, exhausted. And I'd be looking at them going, whoa, what's going on? You know, it was, it was common. Um, and often I'd notice the impact on the children. I'd have chats with the parents and the children and I'd learn and I'd be like, okay, it's, you know, a lot going on here. Um, and then, yes, I became a parent and I totally got it. I totally got it properly for the first time. Uh, however, I knew the importance of slowing down. I just knew, even though it's not natural necessarily, you want to go 100%, you know, full flat chat, full pace. Um, I just knew the benefit of going, okay, what's important here? Slowing down. I just knew. Do you think having, you know, your lung collapse, do you think if that hadn't have happened... Yeah. Would the journey, like, would you have come to the same oh, realisation? Such a good question. I think I would have known and I probably, probably would have practised it myself, but there's no way I would have done, well, I wouldn't have a business yeah. now. I wouldn't have changed the course. I just would have gone through the motions yeah. and just sailed through on autopilot. Like, I didn't want, I was petrified of public speaking yeah. and uh, putting myself out there. I didn't want to be judged and I just, that was just not even anywhere on my radar. Yeah. So definitely not that part. Yeah, whereas now, just, just to kind of bring everyone. So Rihanna now, she'll host events for people. She runs her own workshop. So that public speaking. Yeah, it just, I think because I'm sharing my message, yeah. that's why I have the confidence because I know the power of mum slowing down and the impact it has on our, our well-being but also the children's well-being and it's just huge and I think with anxiety on the rise with mums and children that and even it's busier now than when I first even identified it as something that we need to talk about it's even more necessary and needed yeah. yet I think we're going faster and doing it less so 
even yeah. just the three breaths thing you know it's so simple there's simple things and i think that's what also i wanted to share is that i wasn't doing big amazing well-being things every day i was doing tiny little things to help me get out of bed to help me just stay present stay calm little tiny things like little the three practical breaths. things yeah yeah really and so when mums would say i don't have time or you know what's well-being or you know that's for some people that you know have got lots of money or yeah. lots of time and that is looking after the children i'll go do yoga yeah, now. yeah yeah and yeah. you know a yoga retreat or something or a class is great um but it's the little tiny things you do every day that make the biggest yeah. difference and that's why well, that's what i share um at my events and and um trying to just for them to experience that little things matter yeah, yeah. and so moving from this idea you had kind of what was the first step for the business yeah it's a good question yeah. um because I, I you know i never set out to be a business owner yeah so when that kind of happened yeah. it's kind of like yeah okay what do i do yeah because i want to be a business I know. well owner. that's right yeah. and, it, and it was it was honestly about the message i wanted to share the message and i think i i wrote down i had this big um a3 sort of like notepad and i was like i'm going to share this i'm, I'm yeah. going to write a blog i'm going to include all these things on it um, and so I had my vision and I also wanted to do events. I don't, I, I, again, it wasn't even, I don't know why I was like yeah. all of a sudden, but I didn't want to be the main speaker at that stage. I was yeah. still like, I want to host, but I'll have other people come and speak about the topics, etc. Um, and then ultimately I do now speak at my events and that, but that initially I, I just wanted to share. Um, and then I spoke to a person that was able to help me with the website and, and, you know, and I suppose it just progressed naturally. Yeah. And I was just slowly, slowly building. That was, you know, something that I just wanted to share a little bit of my message um, every day or in a little way. And, yeah, I, again, I don't even think I really fully, you know, even now I'm still like, yeah, I suppose I'm a business owner. But it's just I don't really, yeah, owning it is probably in the last couple of years yeah. I've definitely owned it more. Yeah. But I'm just like a message sharer. Yeah. <laughs> so you've gone through, you know, you've had the, you've had the idea, you, yes. you, you, you're carrying it out in your own life. Yeah. What are the first steps that you've taken, that, that you took at the time yes. to kind of say, okay, I'm going to actually make a business out of it? Yeah, I think um, as many teachers like to do, they scribble all the notes down and I, I had it all visually out on a big notepad. Uh, and then I thought, you know, I can share this message. So I had a few um, blogs or, or things that I wanted to share. Um, and I think I actually even started a Facebook page. So before I even went to a, a website designer and said, you know, let, can I help me start a blog? Um, I just started a, a Facebook page because I thought just to, I wanted to share the message. So I think that's what it was about. Uh, and it still is. Yeah. Um, but just sharing the message. And that was an easy way to get started. Uh, so I always say something, just do something little every day towards your business, especially in those early days when you have young children you've got an idea and you want to do so much but sometimes just one little post or one you know thought of a blog post not jotting it down in your diary that still all adds up because yeah. you've got it to go back to one day when you're ready to write the blog or you know look at it um again so yeah so it just started with the facebook page and then uh the blog i went to a website designer it took it took a while to, for that to evolve and then sharing my, you know, blogs, I'm still not 100% regular with them. Yeah, I don't think there's anyone who is. <laughs> I try. Um, but, yeah, just trying to do things that, you know, share the message in different ways and letting mums know the value of it but also how to, yep. I think. It's just, you know, it is easier than we, I think, think. 
um, even just the three breaths. That's one of the you know my most popular tools. So that we just, just take us through that, just because some yeah. people may not know what that is. Yeah, just stopping and just doing a mini reset through the day when you catch yourself rushing or feeling tense and uptight. Just stopping and going, okay, I'm going to take my breath down into my um, belly and just you know closing your eyes if you can and do it with me, Dan. Okay. It's so simple, but we just don't yeah. always stop to do it. So that no, that's t- takes a minute, literally. A, yeah, yeah. And you have a mini reset. The cortisol level actually gets suppressed because it's a physiological reaction yeah. or um, response to the breath. And you've paused, so you've stopped, slowed down, and then you can set your intention for the rest of the day or next segment. And that is so simple, but then we can, then if the children see us doing it, then we can teach them, and then it just adds to the harmony yeah. of the home. So it's the ripple effect, yeah. as you say. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and especially it's valuable in the morning. So the morning routine, <laughs> you know. Yes, yeah, so I know that routine yeah, well. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. and most mums do know it because yeah. it's just so common. Yeah. yeah. And it can be so like, you know, some mornings go great, you know, they flow well, but others are like, oh my goodness, you know, and then the mother guilt sets in because you've screamed or whatever. Yeah. Um, but the, taking those three breaths can bring the household, you know, tension down. Yeah. Uh, it can help you respond with kindness rather than react with that, you know, uh, uh, tone yeah. of like, oh. yeah. uh, and, you know, you, so you can actually practice it. You can practice slowing down and even if it is crazy and you get to the car, you can take the breaths in the car. So sometimes we go, okay, that was a rush, but now we're here, we're going to stop for 30 seconds and we all breathe together. Yeah. So you can do those things and... The more you do it, the calmer most mornings will be. It's yeah. not always, but yeah. it's just that it's just training yourself to go slow, uh, which is not our natural mode. So you mentioned the the groups that you have yes. with the mums, and I've been privileged to come along to yes. one of those things, or a few of your events yes. actually. Yes. Um, but one thing I've really noticed, and I think it's very aligned with what we do at She'll Shine, yes. because it's you step into that space, and you don't know anyone else. Yes. But it's such a warm, mm. judgment-free zone, yes. safe space. 100%. And it's, you know, you have women telling you things. Yeah. You don't know these women from a bar of soap. And yes. sharing their stories yes. so openly and honestly. Yeah, and absolutely. it's amazing that, that dynamic that you've created mm. to, um, to allow these women yes. to, to have that space. Yeah, absolutely. And like what you do, it's, it's bringing women together in a safe, comfortable space where you know you're not alone and you feel comfortable to share your experiences on the, on the motherhood or well-being or business journey. Uh, and yeah, it's just powerful. It's yeah. so powerful. And I think that to know you're not alone, and that's why I love your community and I've been with, you know, with it, being in it from the beginning. Yeah, for so long, um, yeah. Because I just love it, and I love that you know getting along, knowing that we're we're not alone, and connection. I think that's and that's why I love the in-person connection, yes. and you do that really well too, Danielle. To bringing people together, uh, it's great online. We all love it, but the in-person connection, yeah. you just can't beat it. And I think in that safe space and just on the same page, it's truly powerful. Yeah, I think that's the thing where the internet can give you an excuse not to do the in-person. Yeah, but it also can make you so isolated. Yes. So it's like really yeah. juggling and yes. sort of saying well. Actually, I need to show up for something yes. in person and yes. put myself there. And yeah. it makes a massive difference to yeah. how you feel, which is so important. So scheduling it in, going to those yeah. couple of things that you really want to go to. That's exactly uh, right. It's really important. So I've known you probably since the very start. Yes. Pretty much in yes. business. 
and our children are around the same age. We've yes. both got boys and get a boy yes. and a girl, very similar ages. Yes. And I've always admired that you've been very, from the get-go, you've been really good at setting the boundaries on how much time you allow to work on the business around the children. Yes. Whereas I feel that I've been, it's, come, it's taken me a while to kind of get to where I am now yes. and have my boundaries in place. And very early on, I found it really frustrating because yeah. I'd want to be working on the business, yes. but I couldn't because I was with the kids. Yeah. Or I'd want to be with the kids, but I couldn't. Yes. You know what I mean? So there's those, that yes. conflict there. Where I've, yes. I really admired the way that you've oh, been you. able to kind of yeah. set those boundaries early on. Yeah, I think... I appreciate that, Dan. Oh, Thank right. you. I think, I think it's because I, I don't know if I, I don't even know if I did it consciously, but I was always prioritizing my well-being. And when I did get to that frustration stage where I did want to do more, or, or you know, um, that it was torn or whatever was happening with my own um, children and, and business, I just knew that I had to just right then. That was my sign to go. Okay, I just needed to stop. And so I'd be able to reset quickly. I think that was it. I just didn't want to be the stressed mum. I was lucky. I was so lucky to have that experience at 28 because I knew that my well-being and my calm, you know, and I'm not that all the time, but that was the priority. I wanted to look after myself because I knew the ripple effect and then I had to practice it. So sometimes it meant, uh, you know, and there was, there was, I don't know if people would know this, but there was a couple of years, especially when Madeline was born, that I really did very little in my business. So, so she wasn't sleeping. Yeah, she, yeah. so he didn't sleep for yeah. three years and then she didn't sleep. Yeah. And by that time we were renovating a house and it was even, you know, it was even crazier. You, you, yeah. Why not add more stress? Yeah, yeah. and it was just, um, and so that those years, those two years then, and I think, and that was at the start, to be honest, it was really, that was quite early on. I was just doing, you know, a Facebook post every now and again, um, and it was just very little. It was very little. I would write down an idea, and but I was not pressuring myself because mm. I knew it was going to be a slow build, and it was okay because um, I was in it for the long run. It didn't have to be all now, yeah. and so I was able to talk to myself with kindness, which is something that we, we I still need to practice. Yeah, but we just it's very, very hard ki- to do. The kinder we are, and I just I just. I just made that promise to myself, so yeah. to give myself a break, and yeah. and and I want other mums to do that too, because uh, we just are so hard on ourselves. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yes. So, how many years now have you been in the business? I'd say it's six. I'd say that's officially. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying I, to work out what yeah. I mean. Yeah. I'd say because I sort of get a little bit, you know, oh, it was a bit of a blur yeah. when I launched. Anyway, kids aren't sleeping. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. um, I think Madeline was about one. She's yeah. now seven, so that makes sense. And my first official event was. Um, around that time yeah so so yeah but again I feel like I'm just getting started and yeah. it's six years down the track yeah. which is crazy um of course I'm doing a bit more and all that and yeah. you know I have a book coming out later this year I'm which I'm excited. so excited about I'm so, excited. so um you know I am doing but that's been bubbling away for 10 years yeah so again I feel like in a way it's been coming I've been writing it for 10 years yeah Although it's probably only been a year and a half that I've been plugging away again scheduling it in yeah uh, and not uh, I just said I went away recently. I, I did like a couple of hours while I was away. I, I just had to let it go. Yeah. I couldn't do it then. Accepting that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And just, you know, knowing that it will be okay. And there's no point pushing as yeah. well because I knew it wouldn't be, you know, the result wouldn't be any good. So I just had to sit and then, yeah, enjoy being there yeah. and then come back and, and start again. Did you ever picture yourself a business owner, a few things, business owner, presenter with your fear of public speaking, an author? Do you, do you ever no. think any of those things? No way. Yeah. Not even like I, I, I don't even think when I started the business, 
even though I knew I wanted to share the message that I was going to be hosting workshops and speaking and definitely not writing a book. I mean, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, no, not at all. I don't yeah. even, but I just knew my desire to share my message and the want to like I, the children, they're just so precious and we've got, we have got a major emotional, um, spiritual, social role in their lives. Um, and to be able to lead by example and, you know, it's just, it's, it's such a massive thing that we've got that gift to be able to share with them. Yeah. Uh, and I just wanted to do it. So I think the desire to share that message and to help mum slow down and sh- say, hey, it actually is possible. Yes, it's not necessarily the norm, not a natural necessarily instinct, but it can be done. And it's only little things every day. Yeah. And if you do, f- it falls apart, you start again the next day. And, and that's what I did for many years. Um, so I definitely know how to do it under pressure and, and it does work because I didn't, I feel like in the worst of sleep deprivation, I didn't, oh, you know, I'm not saying I didn't raise my voice, yeah. but uh, I was able to, um, I don't know, just be aware of it and yeah. know that I just needed to rest more or do yeah. less or... Yeah, I think just being aware yeah. of it is the biggest thing. Yeah. And because I, sometimes you're in such a blur that you yeah. just, oh, you know what I mean? Like yes. it just goes a bit crazy. Yeah, notice yeah. it. And then... You know, I kept relationships intact when I could have pushed people away, um, you know, or t- taken it out on others. Yeah. Even, you know, my, I'm close to my sisters and my mum and I didn't. Um, and I think that awareness was to own it and to sit with it. That was that was so beneficial. Um, and I know that, so so I know that if I can do it, yeah. others can too. So. Has it been interesting because you've got two sisters? Yes. Is that right? Yeah. Have they got children? Yes. Two. Uh, so my sister has two and, and she's got one on the way. Yeah. And my other sister is I've got one on the way. So you're the oldest? Yes. Yeah. Is it, do you see your message being carried through in your family? Yeah. Because I, I think, because you know what I mean? Because like, yeah. yes, you can see it through friends. Yes. But family's different yeah. again. Yeah, definitely my sister who has two yeah. um, young ones. And she's, because she's got the third on the way, she's even more like listening to yeah. me now. Like, <laughs> I right, you know, yeah, how am I going to do this? Um, and, you know, so which is great. She's even started meditating, which I thought she would never necessarily be open to. But she's doing, you know, the one minute. And I'm like, and she said it makes a difference to how she feels. I'm yeah. like, so she's experiencing. And that's how I started. Yeah. I started meditating one minute a day when I was, when the kids were young because that's all I can manage and, and built up over the last 10 years or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it does make a massive difference, but she's felt that. Yeah. And so that's exciting to see that. And I'm sure, um, well, maybe, or hopefully yeah. my younger sister, yeah. she, she um, will also, she, she does, you know, listen along. I think hopefully she'll be able to apply it more easily yeah. when she's there. Um, well, she's got those examples. Yeah. But you, yeah, that's her. right. So what's next? You're about to publish a book. You're going to have a launch after gum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please do. Yeah, yeah I, I know. I can't wait. That's going to be fun. The party, you know. Yeah. Um, yes, yes, yes. I think hopefully all going well before Christmas. Yeah. So that will be, that's my intention. Again, if it doesn't happen, I'm going to be easy with myself. Yeah. Um, but the intention is that it's going to be, yeah, soon. And then hopefully I can do more workshops. I've got my mum's uh, self-care success series on at the moment and it's been amazing because the girls in the group have just had um, their, their goals and their yeah. um, success has been amazing. We've got the last workshop this weekend and it's just been brilliant. So yeah. I think it just gives me confidence to do more and just to keep going and yeah. um, doing what I love. So yeah, yeah, I'm excited about the future. 
Thank you so much for your Thank you so much for having me. I love talking to I you. I love talking to you. <laughs> so good being here. Thank you so much, Danielle. Well, You're the thank best. you. Thank you for sharing your story and thank you for watching or listening today. It's been an absolute pleasure bringing Rhiannon's story to you. And I'm sure we're going to have a part two in the future after Ooh. this book is released. Woo-hoo. Oh, that'd be amazing. And I'm sure we'll, find, we'll, we'll share that, um, that journey with you as well. But thanks for joining us, everyone. We'll chat to you soon and see you soon. See you later. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to find out more about the She Will Shine community for Australian women in small business, head to shewillshine.com.au. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the handle shewillshine.com.au. And don't forget, if you like this podcast, please subscribe and give us a rating on iTunes. Join us next time for the She Will Shine podcast.